conversations with wedding professionals as they share their stories, insights, and tips from inside the wedding industry. We'll chat about how to be authentic and that it's okay not to be perfect or run your business like someone else's Instagram. Let's dive into the privilege it is to serve our clients and discover the talented creatives that make up our community. When we share what we know and who we are, we better serve our couples as a wedding day team, as well as each other. Simply put, be fabo. Now here's your host, Bobby Brinkman. Hey, it's Wednesday, so happy Wedding Wednesday to all of us in the wedding industry and engaged couples. Thanks for joining in. Wedding Wednesdays are, you know, it's a hashtag and searchable. It's when a lot of us come on and share tips. Uh, wedding industry people and pros come on and share their tips um, on social media and websites. So it's kind of a fun hashtag to follow. But today here on the podcast, thanks for joining us. It is episode 32, and I am thrilled to be talking to one of my favorite bands, uh, in the area, and just one of my general favorite bands in the wedding industry, the um, Emerald Empire Band. Um, they cover Georgia, Alabama, both Carolinas, Tennessee, and, and basically anywhere live music is appreciated and sought after, these group of musicians um, will sure to be able to entertain you there. I was really thrilled that Richard Sherrington was able to sit down and have a kind of conversation with us. Uh, you're going to enjoy his English accent and uh, his humor. Um, and he's just an all-around uh, good guy, and he's very, very talented. And uh, we dove in with the Canon Conversations and um, asked them what it's like to be a live band in the wedding industry in 2019. Um, they are live music experts, wedding enthusiasts, and they're party starters. Um, they offer premium, customized, from 3- to 14-piece bands. They specialize in high-energy music for festivals, weddings, corporate events, and, of course, private functions. Um, and they do it all for a really, really, really good price, guys. I know we don't like to always talk about budgets, but uh, budgets are a very important part of the wedding industry. And uh, investments with a live band are often a little bit higher. But, man, let me tell you, from a wedding vendor standpoint, if you want to offer your wedding guests an amazing experience, just kicked up a notch, having a live entertainment is the way to do that. And having Empire, Emerald Empire Band, um, as that person and as that group to do that, that is the vendor you want to uh, splurge a little bit on. And uh, when you have some disposable money, throw it that way to get them to uh, uh, come. But they are all musicians, so they're owned by musicians. They're musicians running the business. Uh, they are very, very talented in their own right. Um, many of them went to uh, music schools, a lot of jazz enthusiasts here. Um, and they just really know what music's about and they also know how to bring that to a level of adding to the wedding day experience. So uh, make sure you sit down, uh, maybe take a few notes if you want to, but uh, Tina's going to have all of everything we talk about over in show notes, and I think you're really going to be able to find out what it's like to hire a live band and what some of the myths are about having a live band. And for any of you engaged couples that are listening in, I strongly suggest that you go to their website, uh, emeraldempireband.com, and you can click on their showcases. Um, as uh, Richard explains, you know, they, they limit it to an hour or so, and they rock through 18 songs to give you a choice and a little bit of a listen. But they are all over the South, and you can sign up on their website, and I'm sure you can also give them a call and uh, go check them out live. I mean, it's one thing to listen to them here on their website and to listen to uh, music in general, but the added element that these guys bring to the stage and the energy that they just exude is uh, just something that you can't get unless you go see them live at a showcase. So I strongly urge that. 
So without further ado, everybody, thank you for joining us today. And please welcome to the interview and to the podcast, Richard Sherrington, representing the amazing Fabo Emerald Empire Band. All right, Fabo Podcast listeners, once again, we're back. And I'm thrilled that we have Richard Sherrington joining us today from uh, Emerald Empire Band. Uh, thanks for joining us today, Richard. I appreciate your time. Uh, I already did a little bit of an intro about you uh, beforehand and talk about the band itself, but why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and your role with Emerald Empire Band and, you know, how you got into this lovely band wedding industry. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well, thank you for having me. Yes, my name is Richard. I am a... I've uh, been involved with Emerald Empire since since day one. Uh, you know, we are, uh, you know, primarily a wedding band and an events band. Uh, I'm, I'm actually, you know, I'm a musician before I'm anything else. So I play trombone, I play keyboards. Uh, I try to play as many events as possible. Um, but, uh, you know, sometimes the uh, the admin side of things takes over and I have to, to, to concentrate on that. But, I, you know, I'm still a musician uh, when it comes down to it. Uh, I'm a... I'm, uh, I'm based out of Atlanta, but we, we kind of cover, you know, a, a large chunk out of the Southeast. And, uh, you know, uh, I would say that it's a, it's a great place to be, you know, part of the, the music industry and the wedding industry. It's a, it's a good, it's a good uh, kind of region of the country for that kind of fun stuff. Well, and, you know, we're going to all, you know, right away talk about this accent is, is not a coastal Georgia accent. So, you know, how did you find your way to Atlanta with such a beautiful accent? Just up I-75, originally from Valdosta, Georgia. Uh, no, I'm playing. I'm, I'm originally, obviously, yeah, I don't sound like I'm from around here. I'm from England originally. I've been in the Southeast for a, for a good chunk of time. Um, you know, moved over when I was, uh, moved over to the States when I was still in high school. Right. Uh, and, and, and it was kind of always a, a dream to be a, a musician in, in the States and in the U.S. And I'm, I'm one of the lucky ones. I made it happen. And uh uh, you know, just kind of settled in the Southeast. It's, it's probably the most familiar kind of feeling to where I'm from in England. Everything's, uh, I don't know, maybe a little slower pace, yeah. family, you know, family kind of values. Uh, people are real, a lot of, uh, you know, hardworking folk. And, and, and I think that's why I've, I've kind of settled down here and not, you know, in the, the maybe the, the more obvious New York or LA kind of musician hubs. Well, and you know, it's, it's no secret that you guys had that big city vibe, uh, but you guys know how to, to bring it down to a, a very Southern hospitality delivered. And we'll get a little bit more into that a little bit. So how long for our listeners has Emerald Empire Band uh, been serving the wedding industry? I think it's about almost seven, it's, it's, it's six or seven years at this yep. point. Um, and, and so, you know, it's a uh, um, I mean, it's still new. We're still kind of evolving, I feel like. But, but I guess it's been going, going on for a little bit now. Well, and, you know, like you said, you do more than just the weddings and versus events. And so as a musician, you know, as a small business owner, we have to wear a lot of hats anyway. So it's probably yeah. very beneficial to the band and the booking process to have somebody like you that can come out and talk and represent the band, but still kick butt, you know, behind your instruments on a weekend, but I think it's important that you have somebody who understands the ins and outs of what an industry takes when you're the person that needs to be talking to. So um, I think those are, are dual hats and I'm sure one benefits the other. So I'm sure the band is, is thrilled to have you there. Uh, aside from, you know, we talked about weddings, you guys also do corporate events and big events as well? Yeah, I mean, we literally do everything. Uh, you know, whatever, whatever we can make work and what people are looking for. Uh, a lot of corporate events, uh, 
you know, the, the big kind of uh, lavish, uh, you know, expo center type events from, from, you know, as big as that to, to an after party, you know, get together for a, you know, a smaller business uh, or a networking type, type of event. Uh, you know, we do fundraisers. I mean, we've, we've done house parties. It, it, it really, we don't really try and, you know, I guess, narrow ourselves down into one kind of niche market. We're, we're all musicians and, and, and a lot of people want music to, to go along with their event, depending, you know, doesn't, doesn't matter what type of event it is really. Well, and hence the word that you don't have the word wedding band in your business title. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about why it's called Emerald Empire Band? What's the background on the name? There isn't, honestly, we just had, kind of came up, came up with a name. Originally we were called the, uh, the Savannah Kings Band. And yeah. uh, that was not the, the greatest name because no. we immediately kind of, you know, pigeonholed ourselves into one market and that was right. not, not the point to begin with. So no, I mean, uh, Obviously, uh, there's there's a there's a uh, maybe a connotation with empire and the, the British Empire, so uh, I I don't hate it. Right, exactly. um, that works that works out just fine. But there really isn't too much of a, of a meaning behind it. You know, and that and how typical is that for musicians? Uh, let's just call ourselves whatever we're looking at or whatever T-shirt we have on. Oh yeah, there's 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 literally website generators to to type in band names and and I mean musicians sit around a table and and come up with band names for projects we haven't even started. That, right. You know, it's just, it's part of a, maybe a little bit of an ongoing joke for the, for the musician crowd. But I think that, but again, they, you know, if it was always the Emerald Empire wedding band, you would so be pigeonholed. So, and I oh, yeah. think one of the things that make you guys as good and unique as you are is while I as a wedding photographer and a wedding vendor only really see you at, I've seen you at a couple of events I've got to work with you, but mostly on weddings. The difference is you just aren't that wedding band. You can tell that you're musicians from the start. And I think that is got to be a huge testament based on your reviews and everything that people know about you. Couples realize that you're more than a wedding band. You're actually musicians that show up and play. So I, I think that that is great. We, we talked a little bit about the uh, markets that you cover. Um, are you primarily East Coast now? Or are you guys venturing over into Midwest and West Coast as well? No, I mean, we really, uh, we really try and just, uh, you know, kind of make, make our home the, the, the region that we're in, um, you know, Georgia, both the Carolinas, Tennessee, Alabama, you know, uh, I mean, we're not a band to say no necessarily, but, but uh, one of the benefits of, of the way we kind of work is, is we want to keep the, the, the costs down for the clients. And, and I'm a, you know, as I said earlier, I'm a musician first and foremost. I've, I've played in bands where we, we get on a bus or we get on a flight and we, we, uh, you know, we travel to the opposite end of the country and, and really the most expensive part of, of, uh, of music and entertainment is actually the travel costs. Right. So, you know, there's, there's, uh, there's, there's lots of great musicians all over this country and, 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 uh, we, we always recommend to kind of, you know, try and try and uh, utilize the people in your immediate area. Um, because then you've got, you've got more money to get a bigger band, right? Well, and that's true. And I mean, I, we'll talk about the cost in a little bit later, but that segues into the local markets that we're in, Richard, are when you come to, for instance, if you come down here to Savannah, where, where I am, if you come down to Savannah, is it anybody local? Are you adding anybody from the local music in market or event industry to come and also play? Or is it your entire band that comes from the, uh, from the Lance area that traveled down here? So do you utilize local musicians from time to time? Yeah, absolutely. All of our musicians uh, are mostly based in kind of the, 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 the markets that you're kind of looking in. So there's a, there's a lot of musicians based in, in the low country in Savannah and Charleston. 
Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a musician that doesn't mind getting in a car and, and driving, but, but some people prefer to kind of, you know, occasionally sleep in their own bed, you know, the next night or when they, you know, when they get home from an event. So if we can, if we can utilize the, the amazing talent that, you know, play with us week in, week out in, in the immediate area, uh, let's do it. You know, let's, let's keep that price down for the, for the brides and grooms. Um, there's, uh, less, less likely of, uh, you know, a, a travel, uh, impedance of any sort, whether it's, uh, you know, just the, the delights of traveling up and down I-95 or I-75. There's, there's a less likely of any of that kind of impacting any of your event as well. Well, and that has to be one of the struggles that you guys as band members, and especially the booking, you know, portion of it, that has to be one of the struggles that you guys deal with with being an entertainment company is that logistics. I, I do think that that is what drives couples away from hiring bands a lot is because like, oh my God, I got to get 15 people from point A to point B. So in your, in your professional musician opinion and your, you know, admin side, is that probably the biggest struggle is the logistics of getting to point A and point B? No, not really. I mean, everybody's super, super professional. You know, these aren't guys who are on the first ever gig. They, they understand that, you know, this is, this is important, uh, you know, not just for, for them as musicians and income, but this is an important day for everybody. So, so everybody takes it really seriously. And, and then we leave, always leave, you know, that, that, uh, you know, just in case time, you have to leave it in there just in case anyway. So, um, at this point I would say, I would say it's not really too much of a worry. Um, you know, I mean, life, life can always happen. And, and that's something that, that we try to be, you know, aware of and honest of. And so we have systems in place that, you know, if, if there was an emergency, um, we, we're going to make, we're going to make it, make it better with our system in place. Um, there's, there's, uh, you know, we've got to support that, the, the, the life can always happen, both the positive and the, uh, the negative side of things. And, and I think if you, if you try to ignore that, um, that's when you're going to get caught, you know, get caught out maybe. Um, but, but just even having an understanding that it could happen, I think you're already ahead of the game. Well, right. And then you've done this enough and you've built yourself up that you have those systems in place. And again, I, I think that is one of the reasons why you guys are booking so fast and you guys are not sadly always available for every couple that wants you because you guys, uh, take this very seriously and it's more than a weekend gig, uh, on that tone, what is it, what is it, the, what's some of the value that you think live entertainment bands uh, bring to a wedding day experience that from the couple's perspective? So engage couples that are looking, hey, I DJ versus a band, and we're not here to bash anybody whatsoever. But I do think there is a level of experience and just a level of excitement that a live band brings. So what is it from your perspective that you feel a live band, your band brings to a, a wedding? Yeah, I mean, and, and, and like you said, you know, there's no need to knock anybody anyway. I mean, uh, I think DJs serve a great purpose. We, we even offer, you know, both uh, full-on DJ packages ourselves, and then we have, you know, complimentary basic DJ service for when the, the band's taking a break. Uh, you know, I, uh, I mean, I'm biased. Sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm a musician. So, uh, but there are going to be songs that are just going to, they're going to work better with, the, you know, the DJ version, the recorded version. Uh, you know, no matter how great of a band could be, there's just some stuff that's going to work better with that. But with in terms of the the benefits, I mean, so you've got you've got a sorry, my uh, my friendly dog is banging into the table. Yeah, uh, got an eight piece uh, uh, band. You've got eight human beings that are, are performing that are able to you know really kind of take the crowd's energy, take it in and and output that back out. 
Um, you know, so you've not just got one person up there that's hyping, uh, you know, the crowd up. You've got eight individuals and they're going to actually, their energy is going to be infected between the other people in the band. So, so it's, it's really like whatever we get given, we're going to, we're going to take it back out and throw that energy back out. And it's just a, a revolving, revolving door at that point. And, and so that natural organic energy of, of, you know, how many other people are, are in the band, just having fun is right. what really translates into, you know, uh, the guests and, and, and the, the bride and groom and their friends and family having fun as well. And it's that, it's that visual element too. I mean, you guys are up on a stage. There's obviously some lighting, but it's that you can, not only can you feel that energy and sometimes often feel the dance floor vibrating, but you can see the energy in your performers. And, and for listeners that haven't had the experience of having Emerald Empire Band, um, I'm going to tell you that they often jump off the stage and get right down into the crowd. And um, there are some singers and musicians that that just brings that another element to your wedding. It's another layer of the experience that you're offering your guests is to be at a small concert. Um, these guys, I'm going to be honest here, can a conversation, you know, these guys kick ass at a wedding. I mean, they are not just standing up there playing their little, you know, keyboards. They are actively sweating uh, as the night goes on. Uh, you know, they don't get all the way down, but the jackets come off, some ties come undone. I mean, these guys are actually working. So, you know, maybe you can uh, tell our listeners a little bit about what is the makeup of Empire, uh, the band there? What is the makeup as of, we have four musicians, eight musicians, we have female singers. What exactly, you know, in a nutshell, but expand on it, is the compass and what makes up Empire uh, Emerald Empire Band? Yeah, uh, I mean, just going back to just in terms of what you were saying, and, and uh, you know, talking about how occasionally we, we might jump down off the stage and, and get involved. Yep. Uh, you know, it's 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 actually one of the big comments that we get along the way is uh, people will listen to our recordings. They'll they might even watch some videos of us playing. And then they come to a showcase and they always comment on how much greater it is in person. You know, if you've got that actual sonic sound of a real band and, and horns playing, it, it just magnifies in real life. It, it's, it's so much greater. And, and, you know, energy is obviously something that you can't necessarily record or film or, you know, it's really hard to, to take that and put it into a, you know, an actual package. So, Anyway, um, sorry, getting off topic a little bit. That no, that's exactly, but it's true. That's what I was trying to convey. It's, it's you know, we, we can all hear your music and we can hear it. But I wanted to say, especially just as a wedding vendor, the difference you guys bring to a reception versus a DJ or something else. It's that whole other element of I can see it, I can feel it, I can hear it. And it's, it's just a whole different experience to me. And if I was a guest, that's the experience that we want to have. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I well, uh, you know, I, I totally agree that I think it's, it's, it's hard to put down into, in, in words, you know, the, the, the difference there, but, you know, come along to a showcase, come see it for yourself and, and then, uh, then make an informed decision. So, um, so, yeah, so now go ahead and expand a little bit on what exactly, you know, part of the band, three, four, five, yeah. tell, tell our listeners a little bit about what's offered in that genre. Yeah, absolutely. So, so I mean, you know, we 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 operate. I would say from a three to a fourteen-piece band. That's kind of our our, our go-to kind of you know options. Uh, however, we do go a little bit smaller and a little bit larger when when requested. Um, the two three-piece options 
they're going to be more your kind of laid back, maybe a brunch wedding or, or a low key affair, just real kind of bare, bare bones, uh, you know, acoustic maybe style uh, stuff. Once you get into the, the four or five piece, you, you get into that typical kind of band you might see at a, a bar or a restaurant size. And so that's typically going to be, you know, a rhythm section, which includes drums, bass, keys, and guitar, and, and, and a vocalist. Um, a little bit larger from that, maybe the, the six, uh, six, seven, eight piece, you're starting to add, um, you know, my favorite part, which is the horns, the sax, trombone, trumpet, uh, maybe even getting in a female vocalist uh, or a male vocalist if you've gone with a, uh, the opposite sex for the first vocalist there. And, and that's, uh, from there on out, it is definitely the kind of icing on the cake stuff. You know, once you've got to around the, the eight, seven, eight, nine piece, you've got the, you've got the, the great elements to, to, to really have a, 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 an amazing band. Full rhythm section, horns, male and female, female vocals. From there on out, we get to add in some of the, the fun stuff. So that might be a percussionist. It might be a couple of extra horns. It could be a, uh, an, an additional guitarist so you can have rhythm and lead guitar. And then when we start getting into the really, really big stuff, we get to add in additional uh, background vocalists. Uh, and, and, you know, they can kind of sing some lead as well. And, and you're just really taking it to that, to that next level. Now, I wouldn't say everybody goes with the, uh, you know, the 13 or 14 piece, but there are people who they want the whole, they want the whole thing. Uh, you know, that's, that's what they've had envisioned their entire lives, you know, looking forward to this big day uh, and, and they just want everything and, and we're more than happy to do it. And it's definitely, uh, you know, an incredibly versatile band when you get into that size. And so Richard, are you, are you helping the couples come to you with this? Like if somebody comes to you and says, Hey, I'm at this particular resort, I've got this much room and this is my budget then are you helping to orchestrate? Hey, I think this was sound based, especially if it's a venue you've not been at before, but is it, do you, are you guiding the couple into what would be the best mix for them based on their style and their personality? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, important questions being, you know, what kind of music are you looking for? Uh, you know, uh, do you have some favorite artists, some favorite genres of stuff? What do you not like? Um, you know, uh, people come into it with a, well, we, maybe we really want horns uh, or, or we, we have to have, you know, a couple of vocalists. You know, there is an important question uh, and, and uh, it's not always the favorite one, but, but budget. Right. It pays, a, it pays a, uh, or sorry, plays a big part in, in terms of what band size is going to work for you with your space, your guest count, your budget. Um, but but it, it's, it's, it's a benefit in terms of us offering each individual size as well, because there are bands out there that say, okay, we're a five piece or we're a 10 piece. So if, if that's all you offer, you, you, you could, you could be a client could be missing out on some stuff that could really take it to that next level for them. Right. Um, by not having, you know, that additional horn to have, you know, some nice harmonies on by not having that additional vocalist in there. Um, so we, we just wanted to offer every individual size in between, you know, a, a nice, a nice wide range. And to make sure that they're getting the best bang for their for their buck, um, and and uh, I mean there is there is a big difference between a a five and a seven piece, for example. Sure. Exactly. So, so so if we can if we can help out with by offering those individual sizes in between, I I, I do think it takes it to that one step higher each time. Well, and I think you guys are honest enough too that just because your venue warrants a, a ten piece band and you may have the budget for it. 
the acoustic wise may not sound great for a 10 piece band, or maybe, you know, a venue that doesn't work well to have, you know, for instance, you playing your trombone and popping through the ceiling tile, you know, I mean, you know, maybe, so you guys offer that guidance as well. And I think that's one of the things that set, set you guys apart. So when it comes to the playlist and your sets, is that something after you ask these questions, you're guiding your guests on basically to get the best bang for their investment and best bang for their buck. You're helping them with their plate and how your sets go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and so the, the musical preferences kind of questions really, really uh, help help decide the band size. And it also helps us, you know, we, we'll, be, we'll be as honest and transparent as possible. Uh, you know, if, if you're looking for, um, you know, a, a, a lot of the, the Motown and the soul and, and you're only going with a four or five piece band, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll try and inform you that, you know, you, we can do these songs. They're going to sound so much better with, with the horns involved. Or, right. uh, you know, there's going to be, back to the DJ comment earlier on, if you go with, uh, you know, a, a smaller band size, there might be some songs that are just going to be better played uh, during some of the band breaks. Um, but, but we love to find out people's, uh, you know, their favorite artists and the genres because it helps spur us on as well. Right. We might, even though it might not be listed on the website that we play, you know, some of these songs the, the guys are constantly blowing my mind with, Oh, well this guy, this, this Brad and groom said that we like uh, Aretha Franklin and the guys are able to pull out these, these songs that aren't even necessarily regularly played songs, but, but we get to feed off of their preferences and their styles of music that they like too. So it's a, it's a win-win there for sure. Oh, absolutely. And I, you know, you talk again, we go back to the client experience and managing their expectations. Imagine, you know, being, being in a wedding reception and yeah, you hear some Aretha Franklin and then all of a sudden you hear stuff that you knew, but you didn't think this younger generation knew and you're a guest you are just like elevated to, Oh my God, now this band was already good, but now this band knows how to do this. I mean, that again is, I think the fact that you guys are always learning and always trying are just, again, some of the things that set you guys apart. So on that question, are you guys often playing first dance songs? Um, or is that again, a one-on-one -on -one conversation with a couple? Cause you know, Again, full disclosure, everybody, you know, I have had you guys at bands and I've had you do it both ways where you have played the first dance song and then we've opted to have your, your DJ recording. You press the button and then played, you know, what's your take on that? How do you view that? And how do you come to that realization that's been most beneficial for the client? Yeah. Um, the first question is always, you know, are you planning on doing any kind of choreographed dance? Right. If, if you're doing anything that's choreographed, uh, we I highly recommend that you use uh, the recorded version. Um, you know, not everybody is a musician. Not everybody uh, is, is uh, quite as familiar of counting bars and all that kind of fun stuff. So a, a lot of the time, uh, brides and grooms will go into their lessons with these dance instructors and the dance instructors will have them listen out for a, a little uh, audible cue just so they know that, hey, we're going we're gonna to spin at this point or whatever it is they're going to do. Now, obviously, with our different band sizes, we aren't always able to replicate exactly um, how that recording is going to sound. And that could be, you know, anything from like a Frank Sinatra song with a full, full big band and a, and a string orchestra in the background played by a five piece band. I mean, we 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 play those songs, but we're just we're not going to reproduce the exact kind of uh, uh, musical density as you would get on that recording. Now. Then there are people who uh, they pick a, a really standard song and it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a song that, that every band would love to play and, and they just want to kind of wing it and go for it. 
we're happy to play to play that. But when it comes to specific, like, you know, maybe slightly more obscure songs or just stuff that's not quite as regular, I just like to check with the, uh, the individual uh, musicians, the vocalists, make sure it's stuff that they feel they're going to do justice to. Because it's such an important moment. The last thing we want to do is take any of the intention away from, you know, the bride and the groom or their parents on what could be a, uh, an emotional song. Uh, and and uh, if we put our twist on it and it isn't exactly what they were looking for or it, it takes away that focus from them, that, that's not our job for the day. Our job is to make sure that they get the focus and they're hearing the music exactly how they, uh, they want to hear it. But, you know, if someone says, hey, we want to hear At Last or Stand By Me, we'll jump yep. on it. No and that's a very good point. I mean, you're 100% right. As much as I would think that you would love to play and how great it is to hear, to hear you guys play doing a live uh, choreographed dance, the couples that have done that, I mean, I can sit there as a photographer and I can see them counting, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, one, two, there's, it would be highly impossible, not, not impossible, impossible, but it would be so much harder for them to you know, be listening to just, you know, somebody just add a little extra beep in there and I can see the whole thing being thrown off, you know, they're already nervous yeah. enough. So again, I think that's a very, you know, you know, your lane and you know what you need to do and what you're saying. And again, the focus is on our clients, not about what we can do. It's not about me being a rock star photographer or you being a <laughs> rock star man. It's about what our services can be and how we can enhance their day in the background. So, you know, again, uh, you hear me say that often in this uh, interview uh, listeners, but this is one of the things that, that set this band and this, uh, this company apart. So let's break down some myths when it comes to uh, hiring uh, bands for weddings. Here's some of the things that as a photographer, when I say, are you having a band or a DJ? And they say to me, I can't afford a band. There's too many roadies. I got to pay for 25 people to have six people and then pay 25 people to break down or all the rules and regulations, the drummer has to have green Skittles. I mean, all this really, all this really works. Or the number one thing I often hear, and then you hear this, I'm sure you guys hear this. Other vendors will go, hey, I've been busting my butt all day and the band is eating a full meal now, you know? And so it's like, are all these things added in and you present it to the people, to your customers and your brides and grooms? And are there options that, that they don't have to have? Or is getting that meal mandatory when Empire, uh, when the band is, is hired. So what's some of the myths that you run into or that you're hearing or that you like to, to say are not myths? They're, they're actually just, that's not what happens when you hire us. Yeah, no, I love this. this I wish you could see, uh, see my face right now. This is, <laughs> a, this is a great topic. Well, um, uh, no, we are probably the, I mean, probably the easiest band when it comes to, to, to dealing with, uh, you know, our rider, for example. Um, you know, these days, we are the roadies. Right. <laughs> uh, the, the musicians themselves, we do, we do the driving. Um, we, we bring and set up our own equipment. We tear it all down at the end of the night. Um, sometimes I, I like to explain that, you know, we're, we're actually paid for driving and setting up. The playing part is actually for free. Right. We're, not, we're not charging you for playing. It's all the other stuff that we're, we're having to charge you for. You know, these are, these are full-time musicians. They've... Uh, uh, almost all of them are, are highly uh, college-educated, uh, you know, professional professional musicians. Many have families, and, and so, you know, we try to, uh, to 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 give the musicians as much respect as, as they deserve as well um, when it comes to that kind of stuff. But it is a long day um, for these guys. Um, you know, we we might not be the first people to arrive. 
um, necessarily. But but we're usually for an in-town event, we're arriving around or we're leaving our house just after lunchtime. Um, and, and most of the time we're not getting home until till after midnight. And, and, and not that any of the jobs are easy, but we are expelling a lot of energy up on stage for, for a good chunk of time as well. And, and, and so, south, people, we are in the south. Let me just tell you how right. it can be in the middle of July in an air conditioned build resort. Let me tell you, it, yeah, it's and is not cooling. <laughs> no, yeah, some of these outdoor events, it, I mean, it's exhausting and, and it's, a, it's a fun exhaustion. It is right. my workout a lot of the time as well. But, you know, we're not necessarily able to, to leave and go grab a meal either. Um, and, and, you know, we've got, we've got uh, our equipment there, or, or we have to keep an eye on the weather, or there's, there's uh, formalities that we need to be there for. But I do want to bring something up. Can we get serious for a minute? Exactly. Can we, can we talk about a very serious myth? Um, have you ever heard of the bandwich? <laughs> Is that anything that has come across? Do, do photographers have a, a bandwich uh, term when it comes to some of the vendor meals? Uh, yes, we do. Do you call it a bandwich or, or is it something we, else? We actually, the, we, actually, we actually call it the, the token turkey club. Uh, All right. Yeah. Well, well, let's talk about this for a minute. I think, I think this is something we can be honest with each other. Exactly. Um, I love sandwiches. I absolutely love sandwiches. I... I I go to restaurants and order sandwiches. It's not that bands or photographers or anybody are knocking sandwiches, but these bandwiches or these token turkey clubs, clubs or yep. whatever you call it, yep. there's a problem. It, and it's the proportions. They're, they're not getting the proportions right. There's like, there's too much bread. Somehow it's always cold. Um, and it's I don't know how you managed to make a sandwich. It's 75 layers of saran wrap and you spend 20 yeah. minutes of your break getting the damn saran wrap off the sandwich. Yeah, it's like the fire festival sandwiches. Yeah. Did you ever see that? Yeah. It's the, but honestly, I mean, we're, we're not really that picky. Nope. You know as well as I do, we're working with some of the most amazing caterers. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee they could crush some sandwiches. If they wanted to like go, go all out and make the most amazing sandwiches, they could do it. And you know, when you talk to them about it, because I bring this conversation up quite a bit, I'm one of the few photographers who don't have in my contract a meal. And mm -hmm. honest to God, Richard, half the reason I don't have it in there is because I'm part of the freaking turkey club sandwich. I don't <laughs> want to deal with it. I'm not going to eat it. it. It makes me ill. I just, you know, I, you know what? Save your money. <laughs> right. Something else. And, uh, and most of my clients are like, Bobby, we want to make sure you have a meal. And I think the catering company knows why they would love to give us the, you know, lobster and steak. I don't have time to eat that. And then if it's cold or bad, but right. I think there needs to be a level of understanding to the engaged couples that none of us are asking anything different than when you're out working eight hours a day, except right. you're able to go out and have lunch at your legalized uh, man, you know, what's the word, you yeah, know, yeah, Monday, like union breaks, and right, stuff. Yeah, yeah. where we are doing that. And you, you, you attested to it. The fact that you guys are showing up five to six hours, if not more for your event, then changing clothes. And, and I know some of you, some of these bands have got, I've got to have a shower, you know, before I go on. And so mm -hmm. hotels got to provide this or whatever. So oh, I, yeah. I think, I think vendors in general think, Oh my God, it's just too hard to have a band. But you're not asking anything different than what they would be doing if this was their job as well. And then, so you're setting up and you're doing all this. 
you're going to have to eat and you're going to have to drink because, you know, you guys burn off so much energy. I don't care. Even if it's wintertime, you burn off the energy <laughs> and you're there to pick it all up. So how often do you guys um, have in your, you know, when you sell to these couples that is there a rule for spending the night? If it's so many hours away, do you have to be there the night before or the night after? No, I mean, a lot of our guys, they, they want to make it, you know, they, I mean, I love, I love sleeping in my bed. I've done the road life. Uh, a lot of us uh, do the, 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 the less than uh, graceful road life when we're pursuing, you know, the original music dreams um, where we end up sleeping on sofas. So a lot of us just end up driving home. You know, there stopping is a, the there waffle, is a waffle, stopping to the waffle house and actually getting a meal after our turkey. Yeah. No, I mean, and I'm only, you know, I guess I'm kind of joking about the, the bandwiches, but I'm kind of not because no. really, I've got to have my, my musicians back. And, and that's something that we do really want to take care of. But, um, you know, we do have to think about safety as well uh, for guys, for, for people driving late. You know, some of these events end at 12, 1230. We've had events that end at one. People asking for extra time. You know, if, if they're not getting home till four or five, it's, it's a safety issue at that point. Exactly. And so usually, usually, you know, two and a half, three hours, depending on when it ends, we would, we would uh, ask for, for accommodations for the guys. Uh, typically, we, you know, we'll have, uh, uh, you know, the same sex bunking up in, in two different, uh, two beds per, uh, per room so we can keep the cost down. But it, but it is a safety thing. Um, and, and if the musicians choose to, to make the drive home because they've got a, a, a church gig or, or whatever in the morning that yeah, we, we, we support them and, and respect them. We just, you know, hope that they're safe. Well, and I think uh, you're a lot like me too. I think the couples that hire us generally make sure we're fed and generally make sure, Hey, by the way, please don't leave overnight. You know, we want to take care of you. I mean, there, there is some common courtesy, uh, that is shown in the wedding industry. And, uh, I, I know I, I joke too about the vendor meals we all do. Um, but I also think that these caterers are making a grave mistake by not feeding us some better food so we can talk about how great their food is. Um, so, yeah. you know, it's like you have a full, you have somebody who eats wedding food every single Saturday, you know, please tell me that you, you know, as opposed to me, when I drive certain songs come on the radio, I have to turn it down if it's not a wedding weekend, because I hear that every weekend, you know, right. so, so that's the thing. So, so I mean, but I do think that that's something that, that there is a cost associated with having a line band, but it is a cost that is well worth it for the experience that you're going to get. And I, and I think anytime, you know, engaged couples always say, our dads say to me all the time, well, if you add the word wedding to it, and then down here in the South being on St. Simon's where I live, well, if you add the word wedding in Ireland, I just know you've added two dollar signs for me to have a photographer. And I often say the same thing. Oh, my photography is free. It's my cost of living here and getting here. That's what you're paying for. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's the same. I say the same thing you do. So it's so once you guys get set up and get ready to go, how often are you guys providing music for the ceremony? Um, do you guys often sometimes sing at the ceremony at certain spots? Is it just really anything custom that you can do for the couple? Yeah. I mean, so, so most, you know, uh, most people, initially look at us uh, as a reception band um, and then they, they do some browsing and they, they, they start to, to figure out, oh, we, we need music for the ceremony or, and we need music for a cocktail hour. And we do have some options uh, for, for both of those portions as well. And, and some people like just having, having one contact uh, just for music instead of three separate contacts uh, and contracts for, for music. Um, for the ceremony, we have uh, you know, a lot of people like to just go with one or two of the guys from the reception band because of how, you know, how cheap we can offer that. Um, they're going to be, they're going to be there playing anyway. I mean, right. Sorry. One more time. You're already there. So take advantage of the guitarist or the pianist yeah. already being here. 
And heck, that guy doesn't have to set up. No, I'm kidding. Right. Well, and, it, and it's, it's, it's just highly discounted at that rate. You don't have to pay, again, for two people uh, traveling in from just to come play a portion. If you're already paying that person to travel in, we can reduce the price uh, for, the, for the actual ceremony music itself. Um, we do have some more kind of, uh, uh, I'm an audio guy. We have people that are visual people, uh, and, and sometimes the look of the strings, uh, string quartet, string duos, that's really important to, pre to people. Right. Uh, and so we do have uh, uh, options for string musicians to come play. I mean, these guys are amazing. Um, and and uh, they're, they're, a lot of the, the musicians are playing with the, the, the symphony orchestras and stuff. So they, they do demand, uh, you know, maybe additional money because they're coming in just to play the ceremony. And, and they're of such a high caliber. Right. Uh, and the, so it does cost a little extra than when if you're already using guys from the, the reception band itself. Now, a lot of our... A lot of our musicians are actually, um, you know, highly, as I said earlier, just just gone to some of the greatest schools, music schools in America. And, and so uh, for, for, the, for the background of most of these guys is, is we went to jazz school. Uh, and so a lot of, lot of these guys are some of the top, top jazz players in the Southeast, if not the, the, the US. And, and so uh, we, we do have a pretty common jazz trio option um you know similar to maybe what you would see at a club in new york or uh, something like that and, and and it's funny because it's it's super affordable but it's also some of the most amazing playing you will see for for like you know people would go out to a club and, and pay and drop all this crazy money to see these guys play and they're just oh, yeah. playing in a cocktail aisle while people are mingling and grabbing drinks and stuff but the guys get to let out all their you know everything they've been working on that prior week uh, you know, in the practice, they get to let it out in that cocktail hour too. So it's, it's great. And that kind of brings up to another point is, is there any time or is this something that you consider? Um, do couples say, Hey, if you guys have some original music, go ahead and play that as well. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, most of our musicians, they, they didn't get in the business just to necessarily play weddings. Right. Uh, let's, uh, let's be, it's, yeah. um, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a great way to make some money. Um, it's, it's a great way to kind of, uh, uh perfect your craft and, and get to, <clears throat> excuse me, to network and, and, uh, meet other folks from all over the, the, the country playing this type of music. But we all had a, a, a dream and, and most of it wasn't necessarily playing just weddings. And so these are the, the same guys that are, they're out on the road playing in a, in a band for a major artist, you know, maybe as part of the, the backing band. Uh, and then a lot of the, the, the musicians are chasing a, a, a really tough uh, but uh, important dream of playing original music. And, and so occasionally we get people who, who want to hear some of that. And it's, it's great because so many original projects have been born out of playing uh, with musicians in the Emerald Empire. They, they you know, we, uh, we meet each other in playing on these types of uh, events originally and, and, and we, we connect with people on a musical level and, and people start writing music and, and, and creating original projects as well. So it's, uh, it's, it's really great when, when you get music lovers that just want to hear uh, original music and, and people do their thing as well. Uh, and so it's, 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 it's a fun Fun little process. I think it shows, and also it does, it keeps it fresh. And so it doesn't look like you guys are, oh my God, I'm at a wedding again. Because sometimes there's some of you guys coming from a wedding that you were playing at on Friday night. 
So like, let's for instance, and I think it's happened to me once, you guys were playing a wedding on a Friday in Savannah, and I think I had the almost the same crew down here with me uh, on St. Simon. So does that happen often where you guys could be out for two nights, or you're just close enough? Yeah. Yeah, you know, but that's only an hour drive back and forth. So, you know. Yeah, like it happens. We, I mean, we've, we, we get a fair uh, few Friday, Saturday, Sunday events. There's occasionally the, the corporate event uh, in the in the middle of the week as well, and and we do the showcases. I mean, it's uh, it's it's not for the, it's it's not an easy it's not an easy life, you know, getting in the car and and uh, it's not glamorous um, and definitely exhausting. But at the end of the day, as we're playing music, we're getting we're getting to play music with each other. Um, you know, we're getting to hopefully see people have the best night of their lives. People up and dancing. It's 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 rewarding, um, uh, but it's definitely a, it's a bit of a, a, a slog, I would say. Well, and I think that's that's a big myth in the wedding industry at all. I mean, I think people think all of us as wedding vendors only work one day a week. Uh, oh, yeah. we, we only work Saturdays. You know, we don't do anything else. Uh, we eat these great meals every night. I get to hear great bands. I'm in these luxurious hotels. Um, you know, and, uh, and it was really fun to drive two and three hours to get to these events. Um, I see, I see the countryside and, and I think that's a myth that we have such glamorous one day jobs, um, where all of us, this is our career. I mean, for 90% of us in this industry, they, we don't have full time. This is our full-time job. This is our career. And, yeah. uh, and it's the one day a week for me on a Saturday that I actually don't have to wear that marketing admin hat, but it's on because I'm in a room full of 200 people that are potential clients, uh, just like you. I mean, you know, you know, you're playing an event where people go, Oh my God, I love them. I want them for my wedding. It's the same for me, how I'm acting that day, everything that I do that day before they see photos, they remember how professional I was. And then they walk up to me and say, Hey, I watched you all day. I think it's great. So-and-so is getting married or my daughter's getting married. Can I have a card without even seeing any photos? But it's the day that I get to be a photographer that I'm not answering the phone or I'm not answering emails. I get to do what I love to do. So the, the myth in the wedding industry is that we all have these one day glamorous gigs. So, you know, then there's that all the myths with you and the band. You talked about the showcases. So how are engaged couples finding you? First of all, like, are they searching the knot wedding wire? Where are they coming into you at? And then tell us a little bit about what involves on these showcases. I know when you go to your website listeners, when you go to uh, the uh, empire ML, I do that wrong all the time. The empire van, you know, don't do that when you're drinking. That's just really hard. <laughs> the Emerald empire van. You should have thought about that when you named it. Right. Um, right. Go to their website. Um, you're going to see a whole thing that talks about uh, 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 the showcases. So, Richard, if you could elaborate how couples are finding you, aside from your website, and then what's the process of these showcases and how they benefit the couple? Yeah, um, you know, I, I would say it's pretty similar, uh, maybe for, for for the majority of vendors of, of how they're discovering us. Um, there's obviously the the wedding wire, the nar, all of these, you know, uh, wedding type. Uh, websites uh where people discover us obviously uh google google plays a big part uh, and even these days you know the facebook's the instagrams um right i would say some of the most important though are our uh, just word of mouth from from uh whether people and uh, couples who have seen us at events and then people like yourself vendors that have have multiple first-hand experience uh of, of seeing these these uh 
these vendors seeing the band uh, in action, there's, there's nothing better than word of mouth as exactly. far as I'm concerned. Um, you know, we, we, we are lucky that we get to work. Uh, and, and maybe that's a, one of the benefits of the South is, is we get to work with a lot of the same vendors frequently. Right. We, we, we cherish those relationships. I mean, we're talking about, you know, vendors that are, we're friends with, you know, we're excited to see uh, these events. We see them outside of, of, of Saturday nights, which is beautiful. Right. Um, but then, you know, the, after that, the next biggest thing is just getting, getting people to see the band live. And, and so the showcases are so helpful when it, when it comes to that. Um, you know, you, you, a lot of people come into it with maybe an idea uh, well, we want a band. We're just not sure uh, what type of music we like, or we're not we're not sure of what size band we need. Um, the showcase is um, it's it's going to be the the most helpful way to see what's possible for your event, to see some of the different styles of music, to see some of the different band sizes, to see what you know what does a trombone look like. Not everybody is uh, you know went to music school. We understand that, and not everybody. Most people have never hired a band before. They have no idea how this works. And so we want to be there to kind of give them a little, little bit of a run through of what's possible, albeit a short run through. Um, uh, but it's, but it's a, a really good way to, to see, you know, a band in action and to see the energy that you could you know, have at your event. Um, it's the key. It's to see the energy. Because I, I can click on and hear you play a song. I mean, I can look at one of the videos and, and kind of get a feel but that also goes down to, well, how well is my speaker that I'm listening to? What's it sound like? And I realize that these showcases, you know, the venues have different acoustics and everything like that. It may not sound, you know, like the outdoor event you might be. But I can actually put a face to who might be coming to my wedding. And again, it's that whole personal connection. Hey, I like the way they look. I like the way they make eye contact. I like the way they made this room feel. That's the emotional connection. And people invest with people that they feel a connection with. So I, that's why I think the showcases are a brilliant idea for you guys to put on. So I, you know, I encourage that to all our couples, if they're going to be an area yeah. or even on the fence to hire you guys. Right. And, and, and just to kind of expand on that too, is, is, you know, a lot of the, uh, these days, a lot of the, the events might be, uh, kind of the, the kids have moved, uh, they've moved somewhere off to, you know, wherever they're, they're making their life these days, but they want to come back home and have their wedding back home. Right. And, and so even if, even if the couple, the bride or the groom aren't able to make it, maybe a family member or a best friend can come by and at least they get someone who's visibly able to see the band give their interpretation. We have people that show up to the showcases and they sit there on their phone and they, they FaceTime the whole show or they, they, they video the whole thing. And that's great because, it, again, they get another opportunity to, to, to see th something that, you know, it's not doctored up. It's not been edited. Um, a lot of stuff can be hidden uh, with, with audio and, and, and video these days. They get to see that real, you know, through the eye of an iPhone lens. But still, if you're getting, getting that friend or family member to give you uh, their opinion of what it's like in person, that's priceless too. Exactly. Now, is lighting and uh, some other things that you guys have, I know, like the DJ option, those are all things that you can help guide couples, you know, hey, we bring lighting, hey, we don't bring lighting, and then when we take a break, we're going to hit the play button. Those are things that you get to work with couples on and customize their experience with you. Yeah, I, 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 I guess uh, a good way of explaining the, the kind of way that we work is we try to be really a la carte. Once you've hired the reception band, 
you can add on additional items. Uh, the reason we do that is, is not everybody requires these additional items. So we'll go to, uh, we'll go to a venue that already has great lighting involved. Well, right. there's no point charging someone for lighting if they're, if they're not going to need it from us. Uh, same goes for cocktail music or ceremony music or whatever it is. Um, but we do have a, different, a couple different packages uh, when it comes to lighting, you know, um, maybe lighting so it gives the band a bit of a focus. Uh, we also have lighting which, uh, you know, more kind of room up lighting to give, you know, your great venue a little bit of an uh, accent as well. Um, but, but we definitely believe in, in not, charging, not charging for everything. Uh, and, and then only, you know, only needing to, to actually book a, a few of these things from the band. We want to we keep this price as low as possible. It's, it's an expensive day, uh, and I would much prefer that they got a bigger band size than, than added stuff in that they don't need. Amen. I mean, you know, I would rather you have the people out there dancing than you guys on stage. While I love photographing you guys, it's just I would rather have you have people, you know, dancing. Well, that brings us, I, I, you know, I'm going to say it's from a personal experience, but I'll, I'll keep the names out. How do you guys manage the expectations of you guys are set up in one room and everything else is happening in another room and we have to get people from that room into here, especially after breaks. Um, is that something you guys talk about? Uh, and sometimes you don't know that this is going to happen with a couple. I don't think the couple realizes it. I think it boils down to sometimes wedding planning logistics. But you guys meet and have a conversation about the band before we, once you get to the event, you go, hey, this might flow this way or better. Um, so those are things that you guys work as a team when you get to the location to try to make sure the event flows smoothly. And then you work with the rest of us vendors to really make the event work smoothly. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we, we definitely want to communicate as much as possible in the planning process to, to get an understanding of, of the, the different, uh, you know, the different fun things that, that we might have to take into uh, account for each event. Now, you know, like you said, that might be a, uh, a venue that has a couple different rooms or people are going to be uh, uh, maybe cocktailing in, in one area and have to move in uh, to a, a reception ballroom later on. Uh, we definitely want to try and communicate and get an idea of that prior to the event. So, uh, we'll have usually a, a, a couple phone calls to kind of go over the details. We have a really cool online planning page system where um, brides and grooms and parents and coordinators and venue managers can all input details uh, of the, uh, you know, the timeline and, and where things are happening. But then we always want to get in touch with the venue managers and the coordinators to try and find out these, these types of little things. Uh, um, ideally, um, there aren't any surprises when we arrive on the day of the event. <laughs> Sometimes they happen. Weather can impact things, and we have to kind of switch up because of because of weather. Um, we try to be as flexible as possible, but but some of those some of those items they can be resolved with a, a great coordinator that's on on the same team and, and is ready to kind of uh, assist in ushering people inside while we start playing some music, um, which is uh, a great way of getting people moving into the, the correct room. People. Uh, we, we uh, humans have the, uh, I don't know, the sheep kind of effect where we yes. all kind of just start, <laughs> we start herding in one direction when we're told to. So, you know, uh, occasionally there might be a couple of, of, of uh, scragglers uh, behind, but that's, that's when we have a, a great coordinating or planner team that can help kind of round some of those guys up too. 
Um, those are the guys that want to hang by the bar anyway. They're not interested in dancing. They're, they're interested in meeting somebody to go ask to dance. <laughs> exactly. They are the exact people at the end of the night when we have made the sparkler send-off announcement 15 times, still yep. finishing their drink. But, yep. Yep. you know, that's a compliment. They want to stay, stay and keep partying as far as I'm concerned. Exactly. That's a, that's a good thing. So what, is, what are some of the things that you would like engaged couples to know about hiring Emerald Empire Band, a live entertainment experience? What are some of the things that you wish couples knew or that you would like to educate them on making the process easier? Hmm. I would say, uh, well, obviously the showcases is huge. Yep. Uh, yep. The, the ability for the customization, uh, which also, uh, you know, is, is a big part of their budget and the pricing kind of conversation. Um, because there is such flexibility on the options that, that hopefully means that we have an option for everybody. Um, you know, I, I just kind of mentioned it, but, but communication is, is really important for, for us um, and, and for what we're doing here. Um, we want, we, well, let's talk, about, let's talk about some of my experiences with other bands really quickly. Um, I, have, I have been a band member with... I mean, tons, just tons of bands, all sorts of different bands, wedding bands, party bands, original bands, touring bands, this, that, the other. One of the big things that, that musicians are left out of the loop on is everything. We, we find out everything at the very last minute. And, and if you're finding out things at the last minute, you can't possibly be prepared and informed to make, uh, you know, to, 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 to really put on the best show. So, we, we decided to change that totally up from the get-go. We're, we're, a, we're a band ran by musicians, effectively for musicians, and we're also the exact, we're the troops on the ground. So we're not sitting in an office and, and, and you know, talking to brides and grooms Monday through Friday and then, and then Saturday comes and we're out with our families and having fun. We go out and we're out on the ground playing these events. So we really know how these types of events go. And so if we're more informed, we're better able to communicate, well, you know, have you thought about this? And, 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 and are you going to, have you got any kind of, uh, uh, you know, special, uh, special moments that we should be aware of? And, and then from there, we're able to inform all of the musicians um, exactly what, uh, you know, the, the couples or the family's expectations are. Um, and, and so I think that's, that's, that's really a, a, a big part is, is and, and musicians, as I said, we're not typically the most informed. Um, and and uh, occasionally musicians uh, are not the most detail orientated type of people. And, and, and so we want to change the perception of that. Uh, and, and, and so, you know, you can give me a call or you can, you can text me or uh, uh, whenever you like and, and, and I'll get back to you, you know, ideally within 24 hours. It's, it's a, uh, it's a lot of money that people are spending, so they deserve the, the time and the, the response that they need to feel comfortable. Well, I think if they just would just ask the question, this is what I'm doing, what do you recommend? I mean, if they would, I think, I think all of us in the industry, if couples would say what they want instead of giving us this vague, well, I think I might be doing this, what's your opinion? If they would just come on and say, this is where I am, I would like to be outside, or should I be inside? This is the month I'm getting married at, what do you recommend? Yeah. You know, yeah. cut to the chase of it and let us do what we do every weekend. Um, what is it that you wish, uh, and I kind of know the answer to this when I think I, I would add to it, but what do you wish other fellow wedding pros knew about working with you? What is it that we can do to make your jobs easier 
that allow you to make our jobs easier? Hmm. These are the good ones now. <laughs> well, I say that because I think we have to be flexible. For instance, I know I've had to walk up to you guys and get to the guy on the side. It might've been you one time where I said, Hey, I just let you know, we're, you're coming back from break and we're supposed to be doing this. Uh, the dad is feeling ill right now. We need to wait 30 minutes. So then you oh, yeah. have to bring a set in. So, yeah, no. And, and it, you know, that's a, that's a great point. It, it's absolutely a team effort. Right. Um, you know, we, we feed off each other. Um, and, and, and we've, we've definitely all got the common goal, which is making sure that the, the couple and the families and the friends all have like the most fun and amazing night possible. But, you know, com again, communicating between the, between the vendors, between, uh, there is no point us announcing uh, toasts or a cake cutting if, if, if the, the videographer's only just got his meal or you're, you know, you've had to go fix a camera or whatever it is. <laughs> it's, it's, again, it's life can happen and we have to be prepared for that. So a, a truly great coordinator or a planner will, will kind of make sure everybody's rounded up. Uh, and, and I'm not saying that their job is in any way easy because I know hurting hurting vendors is is one thing right um but then you've got to deal with you know the, the best man that's had one too many drinks you got to find him and, and find a, a bridesmaid and all this kind of fun stuff for a toast that's not easy but but we all have to come together uh to, to for that common goal um that and that musicians maybe that we aren't the most financially wealthy individuals that people maybe perceive us to be that's, that's what I want people to know. Well, too, and I, and I do think that vendors think, oh, my God, you know, you have a ban, so now that's going to cut into my floral budget, or that's going to cut into, you know, and I mean, I, I've heard that said. I, I've heard other vendors say to me, hey, thanks for referring me, Bobby, but because they were going with band XYZ, I want their budget now. And you know what? I believe it's a choice for what the couple wants. You know, sometimes music is far more important than $7,000 worth of, you know, bouquets that will be dead at the end of the evening. And I, I love my florist dearly, but let's face it. Uh, you know, I now try to get the florist or at least a couple to take these florals to a nursing home or something at the end of the evening. I think, I think there's, there's a service there um, that should be done instead of just tossing these away, um, taking these to a hospital or a nursing home, whether the people don't need to know who you are, it's just a way to brighten up their day. Nobody's judging the flowers are alive or dead or, or look bad, but it's a way to brighten the next morning. And uh, I, I know that, you know, in bigger metropolitan cities, uh, some people are starting to, you know, come up with the service. And I'm a, I'm a huge proponent of the service because, you know, after you're all done playing and I'm packing up, you know, that's what's left along with the memories where people going. So, you know, investing in florals versus a band, you know, that's how, that's, you know, sometimes just the way it goes. Uh, so as you're at the band, as you're at, as you're playing on these, uh, these lovely wedding events, are there some trends that you just literally wish with USC go away? Like, why do we have to do this at a wedding? I have, uh, I would, I'm trying to think. But what maybe makes it harder for you guys as a band to have to deal with one of those things? People yelling out free bird, maybe. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. I don't think anybody even knows. Like we, we actually did it the other day. Someone yelled out Freebird and the guitarist just started playing Freebird. And I don't even think they recognized that it was Freebird. I think they've just heard people yell it for so long. Maybe that, I don't know. That's probably the negative uh, trend that I see. Or jumping uh, on stage and, and becoming the head singer. Yeah. I mean, if it's, 
it's done in the, you know, we've had brides and grooms jump on stage and had the most like amazing time. Right. I've, I've seriously had some of the best nights of my life where it's been like, you know, maybe it's been discussed uh, or it's, you know, it's clearly a musician, uh, uh, you know, someone who can play or a friend of someone and it's been amazing. But, you know, there's obviously the, uh, the, the guy who's had maybe one too many and, uh, I don't know if he would have been a, a great vocalist before he started drinking, but the uh, next American Idol. So by guy, get up on stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm all for it, really. I've I've seen some really funny things and like, you know, memorable things for the band. I mean, that's not a bad thing if 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 uh, you make your wedding memorable for the vendors in a positive way. Right. Hey, that's you. You've done something right because we've all done a lot of a lot of weddings. I do think though that. Um, Something that I've noticed recently, and, and I'm a big fan of actually, is, uh, I don't know, maybe it's, it's, it's the more kind of just organic party yep. that people are doing. People are, are less kind of concerned about the formalities yep. or, or, you know, the specifics. And, and just having a party, I think that's, they're, they're some of my favorite types because, you know, it's, you're just there for the, for the uh, you know, the, the good time with your friends and your family. You're just gonna you're gonna dance, you're gonna sing, you're gonna have a couple of drinks. It's less about the well, we have to do this. And maybe it's easier for you. You get in real photos. Oh, of, that, that's me. I'm I'm all about these. Let's get rid of these toasts that take 45 minutes. While <laughs> while they happen when you guys are on the on our break, nine times out of ten, the band's coming back and the look on their faces. Oh my God, this guy is still talking. And I'm like, yes, he's still talking. Um, you yeah. know. I like it. I'm liking it that we're doing this at the cocktail hour, especially if we have an outdoor cocktail hour and there's a microphone set up and they're walking everybody. And then we go to the reception. I mean, I, I haven't thrown a bouquet in probably a couple of years. So that's kind of a gone, which I thoroughly enjoy. That's yeah. I hate that. <laughs> I don't like the things that break the momentum. I mean, yeah. I mean, I know when you go to take a break, that's when everybody's going to go to the bathroom. That's great. Right. I also didn't get a chance to, to stop for five seconds, but I'm like you. I like, hey, let's go in, let's have dinner. And then, you know what? You paid for this van, let the band do their job. Then I have much more organic photos to take. I oh. have more candies to take. And if I'm a videographer, I've got this on record now of people actually doing something that makes sense instead of a room full of people eating and clicking of the glasses for a kiss. I mm -hmm. mean, it's, I want the organic things and I'm liking, you know, I'm you know, a little bit different for you maybe, but I'm liking the less than a hundred people or a hundred and less weddings where you can invest in a band now and have, that's a more intimate one-on-one. -on -one. I'm enjoying that very much. Um, but I'm like you, I, uh, I love when the brides and grooms get up on stage. Um, I like once in a while to watch the uh, bridesmaids flirt with the head guitarist, and it's hilarious. Uh, I'm sure there's a million stories. That's a whole other podcast uh, <laughs> right. for, for what band people, you know, for the you know, bridesmaids in the band. Um, that's, that should be a title for a, a podcast. But, uh, no, so I'm like you. So, you know, we've got some questions that some listeners sent in. Um, so maybe take this last few minutes that we could, uh, that we could fire up and ask you some questions and elaborate on. Uh, yeah. One of the questions came from Charlotte uh, area, and it says, I have been to several of your so showcases in the South Carolina area. I like a three-piece I like three piece version here, but I like the singers from another showcase. Um, is there a way that I can combine them, or is that something I just need to talk to you about? 
Yeah, definitely, definitely get in, get in, get in contact with, uh, you know, your producer. Um, a lot of our musicians are, are, you know, they're down to, to travel. Um, you know, particularly if you're talking about, you've gone to, uh, a Charlotte showcase and, and there's South Carolina, uh, showcases or you, you, you know, vice versa. Right. That's, that's not too far of a drive for a lot of our guys and they're, they're, they're happy to do it. However, you know, we also want to find out, you know, uh, what is it that you didn't like uh, or what is it you did like? So then we can find out, you know, uh, is, it, is it certain styles of music? Did you go to one showcase where they didn't do enough classic rock or did you go to a showcase where, uh, you know, the, the, the female vocalist was more versatile uh, or more, kind of more skilled in, in top 40 stuff? So we can, we can try and narrow it down to find out what's going to be the best fit for you um, because there's no such thing as a one size fits all. Uh, and, and unfortunately the, the showcase is only being an hour long. We, we try to get through 18 songs in an hour, which I think should be a world record. Um, but, but we can't please everybody in that hour with every, you know, we can't necessarily play every style of music, uh, within that hour. So yeah. Um, let us know. Um, and we're always happy to check availability of specific individuals as well for you. Perfect. And I want to remind my listeners that sometimes when I ask these questions, you know, it's, they may be vague to some of the listeners, but uh, if somebody sent me a question in that I think is a legit question, you know, I'm going to ask it. We're all about educating and helping here, not, uh, not uh, bullying or diminishing anybody's questions. So yeah. some of the questions come through, they may be very, you know, silly to you, but somebody oh. didn't know. So the next question is, you know, one of those questions that might fall into that category. I'm having a three day wedding weekend is Emerald Empire Band available to be booked with the same core of people for a Friday, a Saturday, and a Sunday? Um, depending on individuals' availability, because obviously, uh, you know, I don't know the dates, and, uh, you know, there, there could already be a commitment for someone. Um, but, but three days sounds like fun, so exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm sure we'd, we'd make an exception there. You know, uh, so, so again, you know, we, we'll be honest, it, it just depending on individual's availability. Now, we could then ask the question, though, you know, are you, what, are, what are the themes are you going for? That, for exactly. that are they all the same themes? We did a, a three-day birthday party a couple of years ago, and it was the most lavish, most amazing three days I've ever been a part of. But the first day was like uh, kind of just more acoustic. Uh, the second day was... Uh, 1920s, uh, you know, kind of uh, jazz, um, great Gatsby themed event. And then the third day was the full party band. And so we actually brought, brought in slightly different individuals that exactly. were uh, experts in those, those separate things. What I did, we're seeing a lot down here where we have the three-day being destination market, you know, more so than Atlanta. Uh, but the destination market is down here, Charleston, you know, Savannah, you know, San Simons, Ram. You know, people come down for the weekend. So I think, you know, we're seeing, I've had it, I've had it a couple, I haven't had three days, but I've had where bands come on Friday evening for the welcome party and then been around for the Saturday event and then nothing for Sunday. So I think that's right. a good question. I think that's, you know, um, you know, that's, that must be a really, you know, nice budget wedding. So, you know, hire the wedding yeah. photographer for three days. I would love that too. Right. Next question. Next question came from a, a, a bride in Arkansas, you know, uh, maybe this is a myth, but what is there a reason why bands take more breaks per hour they play? For example, I'm really interested. I've heard the empire band, play at a uh, North Carolina showcase. Um, and the information that I want to know is, 
can you go for less breaks and get paid more money? Well, yeah, I mean, I guess money fixes everything most of the time anyway. But um, So we, we, we kind of work with you on your timeline to make sense based on you and your, you know, schedule events. So if you've got a four hour timeline, well, we're going to suggest that the band takes breaks during uh, when any of your formalities are taking place. Now, if your event's a little bit shorter, you know, we might, we would be able to take some shorter breaks and, and, and give you a little bit more bang for your buck uh, in terms of making sure we're getting you that full playtime in by take playing longer sets and shorter breaks. And then obviously the reverse for the other side. So if you're a longer event, we might have to take slightly longer breaks or maybe we don't play during dinner. Uh, but each event is, is again, it's a, it's a case by case kind of scenario, but, uh, you know, we, a lot of our musicians are, are part of unions and we have to respect, uh, you know, if, if it's a union, uh, based musician that they need to take breaks, uh, within certain, certain periods and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, now, uh, there are solutions. Maybe we could hire a, a, some couple of extra musicians so they can be part of the band and they could play during breaks. But I'm, I'm actually a bit of a believer in that people need a break yes. from music as well. And not just the band, right. but, but, but your, 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 your ears, yourselves, the guests' ears may need a break because it, it, it can also get overwhelming when you're just listening to you know, music at the same volume for four hours nonstop. It's it's a lot. Um, so, well, especially so like for instance, if if we're here like on St. Simon's where we've got this great ocean view, people mm -hmm. want to listen to you, but they want to go out for the view. So the yeah. minute you take your break, bam, everybody goes outside and looks at the ocean and gets a breath of fresh air. But it's also that myth. There are re legit le legitimate reasons you guys are taking a break. Hey, you need a drink of water. You know. Right. Hey, you do have to go to the bathroom. I mean, you're sweating. I mean. You know, again, that's the myth. I mean, all of us are working all day long. You people go to the bathroom on a nine to five day several times a day. And we're, we have the extra adrenaline that helps us push through, but we also are carrying the weight of a great responsibility. So we're conscious of if I take a break, are you going to ding me for not working? So people yeah. we all take a break for the real reason, not just because we want to charge you. For right. And, and, you know, there are bands that play, um, you know, three hours nonstop, but, but it's, it's not three hours, necessarily three hours of full on party music nonstop. It's, uh, a lot of the time and a lot of those bands cost 10 times the price that we, that we do, but there are bands that, you know, they say that they're going to play three hours nonstop, but then, you know, an hour and a half in and they'll, they'll, they'll switch it to an acoustic version. So the rest of the guys can grab, grab a drink and, and, and go to the bathroom and then come back. Or there are bands that, the play with tracks. And so they're able to hide behind, you know, the, the tracks for a minute while everybody, you know, individuals kind of rotate in and out. And again, um, totally but, but, customizable you know, thing. Couples need to understand that that's what you're here for. If you have a question, pick up the phone and say, Hey, yeah, this is what I'm thinking. You know? Absolutely. We're, we're going to give you honest, honest, uh, transparent advice. Um, one of the other questions came from Tennessee. Is there a minimum uh, hourly for bands uh, at weddings? Yeah, well, not necessarily a minimum, I would say. Most most events, uh, four to five hour receptions, um, it's, it's pretty common, you know, uh, right. any more than that, and then it would be additional uh, 
uh, for additional time for the guys. And that, uh, that segue into the next question. Uh, you know, my wedding reception is going to be five hours, but I believe the band's going to be so great. Is it an option to extend time? Yes, absolutely. Um, and people sometimes, you can do it prior to the event uh, and we can get that in the contract. And um, we've had events where, you know, it's, it's 15 minutes until the end of uh, the evening and people come up and uh, they've decided they want to keep partying. Um, that's not a problem as well. Um, we uh, do have, we can add additional time at the end of the night. Um, we do, however, have to make sure there is a, a financial transaction. Right. Because, uh, you know, maybe, uh, maybe someone had a couple too many drinks and doesn't remember the next morning that they agreed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, no. Well, we 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 like playing music. I, I'm, it's it's fun. So yeah, we're down to keep playing. I think, I think with a good planner and and with all of us doing this, you know, the the uh, the need for extended time happens rarely because yeah. we haven't fine tuned so much. And lots of times, you know, it's a noise ordinance or it's the venue, you know, rules and regulations that prohibit yeah. us forever extending. Um, so the last question we have here um, came. I actually got this three or four different times, so I'm just going to bring it to the one is. Um, do you guys ever hire musicians? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if we uh, um, if we didn't hire musicians, we wouldn't be where we where we were today. Um, no, I mean a lot of a lot of the musicians that we that play with us, they they were connected um, one way or the other, um, a friend of a friend, and 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 they came out and uh, did did an audition and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, no, if 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 you think you've got what it takes, have a look at what kind of stuff we're playing and, and, and shoot, shoot us a message. We'll, uh, we'd love to see some videos of you performing and, and, and kind of, uh, you know, see if you'd be a, a good fit for us, but also if we'd be a good fit for you, because we, uh, it should be a mutual, um, a mutual kind of uh, enjoyment uh, to be part of the Emerald Empire band. We want people who are excited to be a part of it just as much as we want to, we want to, we want to have you involved. So um, yeah, let us know, let us know what you play. Exactly. I mean, and again, it's, you know, it, it may look all glamorous from sitting in the room uh, watching, but it's a whole different thing to do it for a living. You know how that goes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Uncle, last... Uncle Joey, who thought he could sing in the last set after six, six or seven drinks. Maybe not, but you know, we'll give you a shot. Yeah, exactly. And it, that could be a whole different, you know, fun part. Hey, you want the guy for the break? Here we, this is what we offer. Here's our comedic, here's our comedic break. Um, before we let you go, Richard, um, anything you want to share about Emerald Empire Band? Uh, what some of your goals are in the next year or so, or any changes or anything you're making, or just any news you'd like to share with the listeners? We're constantly trying to evolve. Um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's an evolving market. Um, I think kind of just... Uh, Following up on what you said, you know, if, if you're interested in something, whether that's musically or, or our services, just ask. Um, there's, there's no problem um, asking if something is possible. Uh, we, we're going to be honest. We're going we're gonna to tell you if we can or not. We never know what secret kind of a multi-instrumentalist we might have hiding in our, in our ranks, um, you know, whether, whether it's uh, jazz trios or bluegrass groups or Brass quintets, New Orleans style bands, uh, flash mobs. We did yeah, a flash mob. Yeah. yeah, remember how popular that was? And then, boy, that faded around really fast, didn't it? I'm glad it, I'm glad it faded, but we did a flash mob in a ceremony, and that was one of the hardest things I've ever organized, but it went off without a hitch. It was great. But, you know, just, just ask. And, and, and um, as, as long as, as, long as uh, you, you, you're prepared to maybe have not the most delightful answer all the time, 
we can be honest with each other. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll tell you if we're not going to do a good job at something for sure. It's the best thing, again, engage couples. If you don't know, ask. Don't make us dig and try to figure out what you're thinking because we like to customize everything for you because not everybody's the same. We all show up and we walk down the aisle, we say, I do, but the rest of it, let's customize it. But we don't know unless you tell us. So remind our listeners where they can find you, all your hashtags, all your Instagram accounts, all that good stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, it is on pretty much everything at emeraldempireband.com. Emerald, like uh, the, the, the ruby or the jewel, empire is in the uh, British empire, I guess. And then band is in the people that play music.com, all that kind of fun stuff. Um, you know, support live music in general. Uh, like I said earlier, these are not, we're not millionaires. We're not living a glamorous lifestyle. We, we do this to, to literally survive. So even if you're not hiring Emerald Empire Band, just go see some music. Go buy an album on iTunes or whatever. Go buy a T-shirt. Whatever it is, just just do music, please. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it just makes the experience. I mean, I, I'm just going to take weddings in general. It just adds a whole different level when you offer the experience of a life. Whether I don't care what music you play. And you guys are, are so talented, you play the variety. But I mean, to hear at last, I mean, if I'm going to hear at last, every wedding is a dance, let me hear it in this version. Or, you know, it's, it's just so another element. And, and when I hear the stories of the parents, and as a photographer, I see that emotion. But when I watch the mom, watch her husband dance with their daughter, and I see the tear, I know that every time she hears that song, it brings back that moment but it also brings back the moment of when they first heard that song. And most of the time that generation is hearing it from a live perspective. And so to hear it for their daughter and or their son is a live perspective. It's a whole nother element of emotion that I'm privileged and honored to capture, you know, every weekend. So, you know, and again, everybody, if you hear these guys at a wedding, you know, do not be afraid to walk up and, you know, grab one of their sweaty shirts and say, Hey, give me a card. Um, yeah. That's what it's about. So again, all the links Richard talked about, Tina will have in the show notes. We'll link you back to uh, some of their uh, showcases, back to their website, social media. And again, just uh, like he said, support live music. And uh, when you get this episode ready, I'm going to ask you to drop in and, and talk a little bit about your experience with them. Um, that way we all grow and we keep the industry growing. So thank you, Richard, for your time. Thank you for your talent. Thanks for sharing yourself with our listeners today everybody go out have a fab a weekend remember what we do in this industry matters and it's an honor and privilege to serve especially with professional vendors such as the empire emerald empire band so i appreciate you richard thanks everybody we'll talk soon thank you so much thanks for joining us we hope these conversations will take you into your wedding weekend with a little more confidence proud of what you do and how you serve your clients. Maybe you even picked up a business tip or two. Till next time, be fabo.